Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. Uh, Good morning, late at night middle of the day, lunch break, whatever it might be for you, longer than you want commute. Anyways, I thought I'd take a short moment to share a start to a case, an interesting one that I've enjoyed working on a little bit. And so I had one of my uh, physical therapy friends bring me over for one of his patients. And he'd see him for a couple visits, but the patient was kind of, you know, on and off, hard to get some buy-in and um, this guy wasn't necessarily clear on 100% what he wanted the focus to be. He had probably narrowed down about 80%, but just that lack of clarity that makes it really hard to do good quality work to the extent that patients often need. You know, there are many, many patients that will get better just by moving or changing up their routine or, you know, doing general things for their health. But then there are a lot that also won't that need. Uh, another layer of specificity that need just kind of that next, the next little bit, the fine-tuned details. And this was definitely one of those patients for sure. And that's, and these are the things I get excited about. I love health and wellness for a lot of people, right? And I obviously promote that. And it's these exciting things, you know, people, people who are trying their best, doing the best they can, that they're just not getting the results that match it. And provided myself the opportunity to be able to help them with that. Um, It's something that excites me. I enjoy it a lot. So anyways, this guy, um, young guy, mid to late 20s, had been having some back pain for about seven, eight years, um, fairly chronic. He actually had a uh, one level lumbar fusion, I believe, another level laminectomy, Um, not, not inherently directly relevant to the case at the moment because that's just well he's had it for a while but he went to physical therapy on and off for five years at some different places and not only did it not make him better it actually ended up kind of making him worse flaring him up a bit but he was persistent to an extent and you know I give him I give him credit right you know sticking with something for that long that's not making you better you know while sometimes he might have not a great no-show rate or other things it's you know, give the guy some credit, man. I mean, that's some perseverance and persistence right there. I, I imagine myself in that situation seeking medical care for five years and nothing really getting better. I'd be pretty frustrated, that's for sure. He's got some, a little bit of lumbar pain, uh, kind of near some of those surgical areas. But then the main pain was lower thoracic. And um, anyways, the lumbar stuff, you can just see there's a ton of muscle atrophy, um, had that classic multifidite diamond in that lower lumbar region, uh, right where the surgery was. So a lot of wasting away at that time. So that's part of the context. But then up higher, the erector spinae were lit up throughout, off the charts. I mean, they were just, they're strong. They were t- had tone. They were just kind of ready to go, firing out all levels. A little bit more on the right side and a little bit more where he had his main pain. So we did a bunch of active motion, tested him out, very, you know, lumbar extensor dominant 
in his movements, right? Using those erector spine all the time. Um, and some irritation. He had some pretty high pain levels, but also a pretty low irritability where at all times he always, always had a 2 out of 10 resting pain 24-7, right? And that doesn't surprise with the smudging that can go on and some other effects that can go on with the chronicity of pain where we know that the amount, duration, intensity of pain is not equal to tissue damage, especially in these longer term conditions. And, you know, showed, you know, irritability down, you know, with pain levels up to eight, came up to neutral again, boom, back to a two, right? So I'm like, okay, in some ways this dude's in a lot of pain, but he's also looking for answers. I know I can push on him pretty good. Went through mobility testing, um, set segmental mobility pavums for the lower thoracic lumbar, upper lumbar region away from those points of surgery for today because that wasn't the main focus. Mobility was actually pretty darn good. Definitely some hypertonus erector spinae um, that was consistent with observation and with active range and movement and all that good stuff. But the mobility of the joint was actually pretty solid and definitely irritated him more going into that extension pattern. Well, all right, that's pretty clean. That's pretty good. And some movement exams. The really interesting thing was going into holding quadruped into a quadruped rock back. Immediately, as soon as he just barely, barely started to run out of hip range into that ever so slight posterior pelvic tilt, erector spinae immediately kicked on. And just like, it was nothing from, like not much to boom, bam, ready to go. And that was a big indicator for me, right? So it's no longer is it just in a loaded versus unloaded position. But his body's, and this was consistent with his squat too, his body is very used to providing that feedback to him in the system that, hey, anytime you go in this motion, right, anytime you go in any kind of inkling of doing something, there's a protective reflex where erector spinae go on 100%. It's a pretty big deal. Tested out his Sorensen for a hold, um, and I went in, you know, thinking that, hey, he'd probably perform somewhat decent because he does have those erector spinae's likely painful, but not sure, you know, how good he can be if, you know, he's only got really those muscles are the main ones working now again i'm not one for saying oh yeah it's like this tiny subtlety fiber band of this muscle not this one i think it's important to know and understand that and conceptualize that and to understand how compensation patterns occur but i also understand that the specificity to some of our evaluations can be limited at times and that's something that we have to acknowledge but he was matching the pattern and it did stay pretty consistent through his story throughout that we were building for him. And Sorensen was pretty good. He had pain after about 25 seconds. And, you know, told him before, and hey, pain is not a reason to stop. You can let me know. But, you know, this pain, this stuff's been going on a while for you. You're kind of used to some pain. Push through the best you can so you can get the best information. He held the sucker for two minutes. So is it absolutely ideal? No. Um, but certainly it's not a erector spine, a weakness problem that we need to jack up and get even stronger. That's just not what we're dealing with here. And kind of, you know, talked to him about everything that was going on, what I thought about it, um, his understanding, and how that related to it, and kind of, you know, his lifestyle, his career, his belief system. And I was like, dude, what do you think about that? He's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I could tell I could probably a little bit more he was going to be all right with this. So I said, man, 
you've been having this pain for what six seven years he's like yeah said you've got to have some you've got to have some kind of feeling about it how do you feel about it and that's when it came out he said well i've been you know you guys are saying that my core is not as strong and that i need to get it stronger but when i went to these other pts they kind of said the same thing my pain actually got worse I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm glad that came out because we would have totally missed a boat. He would have been thinking that, oh, yeah, yeah, they're just saying that uh, I'm weak. I need to get stronger. I tried that before. It makes me worse. I'm not bought in. I'm like, dude, you're right. Right? I would be pretty frustrated with that, too. And here's what's actually going on. So I clarified, right? Got a little more detailed that I had explained the first time, but he had only heard the part that he was familiar with for kind of the wavelength of mindset that he was on. And so we talked about how, hey, he was he was actually pretty strong in his core because he'd been training it well. We could show that he was training it, but he was training only a certain part of it, right? Only the erector spinae. He was very, very rectus dominant. Had absolutely no lateral wall activation. Um, posterior lateral, this extreme hollowing in that area below those ribs. And that made it extremely difficult to try and progress anything. And so his core exercises he was doing, yeah, they were hurting because they were more dominant in the pattern he's used to using them. If a quad rock back makes those suckers kind of go on, what do you think like isometric or heavy loaded things to truly strengthen are going to do? So it was having a compressive force in the area that was bugging the heck out of him. So what we work on? Well, let's bias him doing some flexion to inhibit, to stretch, to lengthen those paraspinals so we get him to turn off and do some motions that benefit him, whether it's, you know, some different glute control, some abdominal activation, some multifidi activation, lateral wall movement, um, and just get him out of that firing pattern of always, always, always erector spinae, which is the tissue source for his pain, in addition to a lot of the psychosocial effects um, that play into pain mechanisms with chronic pain that are at play too that we did you know, talk with him and come up with some strategies regarding that as well, and just mindsets to work around this as well in this journey that he's on. So that was a fun case. He's uh, very slowly and gradually responding better, um, getting better lateral wall activation, um, reduction in pain in the moment, um, a small amount, but something that's noticeable for him. And that's where we've got this one. So again, I think specificity is important when it is. And, you know, a quote by Einstein, I'm going to paraphrase that was told by one of my professors is to make things as simple as they are, but not any simpler, right? Make things as simple as they are, but not any simpler. So don't go overcomplicating things if there's no benefit to it, but don't go oversimplifying it. And that's where the money is. That's where the success is. And that's where we find our best outcomes. So don't go be telling this guy a crazy story about, oh, yeah, this fiber and this and, like, this, like, you know, fatty acid buildup and denervation and all this stuff, right? Sure, maybe that's a context we can hypothesize a little bit. But also don't just be like, hey, bro, your core is weak. Get stronger, right? That clearly didn't work for him. Wasn't specific enough. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this out there. I know I did. And definitely looking forward to seeing this guy on the road back to recovery. So just think about, right, how does this knowledge, how this rationale, how does this thought process tie into what you do? You might do something totally different, still might have great success. I'm all about that. Just promoting a little bit of clinical reasoning out here, having some fun. All right, y'all. Simply. Not easy.